Oh, well, hi, Jared. This is the Fringe. Oh, okay. Hi, Fringe. I'm recording now, but I think my mic is not Unless, set wait. Oh, to the Maybe right it's just input. using the wrong um, speaker. Can Hold you hear on. me now? Let me... I was set to the wrong mic, but now I'm switched Try to... That. Is that the right one? No. It's... Oh, I see. It's trying to use my... Um... <laughs> the freaking the ATR microphone that I just plugged in as a uh as as a headphones ah. um which doesn't work um where does open sound settings you can't go output to the... as a microphone okay don't use that one use the there we go all right say something can you hear me woohoo i've heard you the whole time but uh i think i was using my built-in mic at first and now i'm using my scarlet audio right interface let's see uh let me check and see which one it's okay it's it's telling me that it's using default, which I I don't know what that means. So I'm going to don't don't we don't use defaults here at the Nexus. <laughs> okay, D- do I sound different now? No. Oh, cool. Then default must have been the right one. Cool. I mean, it doesn't really matter as long as I can hear you and it records to the right place. Yeah. Um. Okay, I had show notes open. Let me find them again. You know, it'd be cool. Is if um, we we did kind of what uh, the uh, double issue guys do. They so they have a Discord server uh, for their show, and it's like the the two hosts hang out there, and also like they add any guests who they have on, and I guess there's a few other like friends of the show who are in there, um, and they just have a dedicated. Um, it's not like a it's not a text chat channel, but it's a it's a um, well, I guess it is a text chat channel. No, no, it's an audio channel. Because, um, of course, Discord was built, you know, for, like, um, game play, you know. Yeah. Vo- voice calls with your with your people who you're gaming with. Um, and uh, so they just have an audio channel in their Discord server that's called Recording Studio. And I love that kind of visual of, like, ah, I'm joining this call, which means that I am stepping into the studio. And I have to, you know. Yeah, that's good behave myself <laughs> so i got a new bike it's super exciting phones, yeah <laughs> how's it feel it uh okay so i'm gonna compare this to an experience that i had in atlanta um while i was while i was in atlanta i was walking around in these running shoes that i had recently bought because i figured you know i'm not gonna be biking around in atlanta i'm gonna you know i'm gonna have to like go out and take a run every day for for fitness and while i was just walking around i realized that like i feel like i'm like moving so much faster in these running shoes as compared to like my hiking boots which i usually wear and it's the same feeling being on this hybrid bike with like very thin tires nice low friction uh as compared to the mountain bike so imagine that yeah i don't know why you were your my, uh, hiking boots all the time they're hot and super heavy uh but they are waterproof true uh, so are they your biking shoes really yeah pretty much and since i bike everywhere they mm-hmm. go with me everywhere um but yeah i mean i i owned the hiking boots because i was at i think camp. you need some waterproofing sealing on shoes or like some covers you know waterproof cover things yeah because yeah, really possibly. biking in breathe breathable shoes is like life-changing when mm. they're so much lighter it's ridiculous 
as you've probably done before, but biking and yeah, you know, I don't. I I kind of want to buy. So I have my cages on my pedals, so I don't. I don't want. I don't really want clip-ins, so I can bike in any shoe. Right. But I want a shoe that's more suited for biking and not like running shoes or my not as breathable leathery-ish shoes. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, I think I think that the reason ultimately that I have stuck with these hiking boots for as long as I have is because like um I was working at camp over the summer and of course I had hiking boots for that because they're that they you know, they're very fitting for that uh for that scenario. Um and then during the school year it's like, okay, uh I have these airwalks that I, you know, have at school so that I can wear something that actually like looks good. Um and then whenever I was walking to and from school, it was like, okay, hiking boots, because uh, I'm walking a mile. And so it, was, it just kind of naturally remained that way. Yeah. But even when you're, if you're, yeah. I don't know. I, I haven't had a good pair of hiking boots that really fit me in quite a while. So mm. I, like, literally Philmont when I was summer after freshman year high school is the last time I had a pair of hiking boots. And they were too narrow, so my feet really hurt on day one. Mm. Yeah, I yeah I went to Philmont in 2010, and um, since then I I have not gone a single moment without a good pair of hiking boots. Someday I tell myself. Someday. <laughs> Is your mic extra loud, or or what's going on? Because you're 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 coming through really loud, and this happened last time we recorded together as well. Um, I just wonder if you have on, like your in- gain super high. I turned mine up a little bit, but. No, Hang I, on. Okay. Here's an loud. experiment. So I'm talking right now, and now I'm still talking at the same volume. Do you hear me different? Yeah, that was way quieter. Interesting. So when I when I change the slider in Audacity, it looks like that is like the like the system level volume slider for the microphone. Huh. Because mine, I I just hear it through my interface. So it's it's mm-hmm. the pure raw sound. I can't change. The only time I can change that level is if I turn up and down my headphone thing. Now I'm curious. I'm going to adjust the audio, the gain on the mic. Okay. So that, okay. That goes down too as I adjust the mic's volume. But Yeah. Um, but and nothing software after controlled. I, after I brought that slider all the way down and then let go, um, I watched it creep its way back up. So I think that Slack must also be taking control of that and kind of like you know do, doing its own like compression but not actually compression kind of thing hmm yeah could be i don't suppose there's a way to tell slack not to do that we had this pro- same problem ryan and i discovered that hangouts does this this same thing maybe it's your mics no because his was um his setup is everything goes into the mixer and then the mixer just forwards it on to um to the computer and that's all analog. Oh, that's true. And I'm going through a USB microphone here, so so that's not a thing. Hmm. Talking about the bike though. Yeah, I just finished your tweet. I um have ridden it for a total of like twenty minutes now because I just came home from from the bike shop. And how do you people live without shocks on your front forks i don't understand i can feel every single like crack and and piece of gravel that i go over my arms like 
kind of ached after just a few minutes. Um, my carbon fork probably absorbs some of it. The steel might mine, absorb a little more too. I don't know how aluminum mine's is. Mine's made of mine's made of carbon. Your fork? Or your, yeah. Is your frame aluminum or steel? It, yeah, it's aluminum. Okay. Yeah, that'll keep it lighter weight. Um, I don't know. You just get used to it. Um, I had a mountain bike, but its shock was kind of sticky, so I didn't notice it too much, really. Mm. I, I don't know. I, it, I'm just used to it. That's how a bike is to me now. <laughs> I, at the same time, I don't want it to be too loose because, you know, if I had a shock, because that's a lot of energy that is just going into the shock and not into you moving. Uh Oh, I see like what you Just mean. inherently, yeah. yes, some of it's going into your body as bumps, but I think it keeps more in your bike. I don't know. That may not. That can be debated by a physicist. Well, yeah, I, I think if you were getting, if this were like a front wheel drive, I think that might be, that might make sense. But you know, a bike is rear rear wheel drive. I want to say that five times fast. Rear wheel drive. Rear wheel drive. Real, yeah. Rear wheel. <laughs> I'm I'm just like I'm kind of worried about like all right hitting a pothole or like trying to go up a curb or something like that. You know. You don't. You just. Don't do that. It's like you don't drive over a pothole and drive up curbs in your car. Right, but like, what if I don't see the pothole? Well, you have to watch the road. I don't know. Yeah, occasionally you hit a bump, but yeah. I don't know. You keep your eyes on the road, and you can still go. I you do... can still go down and up curbs. You just kind of have to jump your front tire. You have to. Yeah, pop yeah, it up yeah. A bit. And actually, jumping that front tire super easy. Like I pulled up on the handlebars with the same amount of force that I would have needed to with my old mountain bike, you know, to get the tire up and over the curb. Yep. And I like nearly did a wheelie. I was like, whoa. <laughs> yeah, it's a much lighter weight bike. It's so light. I love it. Yeah. But yeah, like the the first time that I got up on that bike and I was riding it around in the parking lot, I just like, I just felt like this immense feeling of joy. That's all I can describe it as. I think this bike has been a long time coming. It feels so nice. And that's that's definitely that's what I'm naming the bike. Its name is Joy. Good. Did you get a U-lock or a other one or Uh I'm getting a foldable lock. Um I did I did some research on on which folding locks are uh are good ones. Um and of course now I can't remember the name of the company. No worries. Um, but yeah, like neither neither REI nor um, bicycle uh, bicycle chain had foldable locks in their inventory, which was strange. But uh, yeah, I bought. Let's see, it's called <laughs> it's called Foldy Lock. Okay. <laughs> From let's see, the company is who's the company? Come on, Amazon. Where's the um, sold by seat? <laughs> That's right. The name of this company is CD Lock, because hmm. the original lock that they made, the original folding lock that they made was is like built into the seat of the bike. Apparently, like they sell it as oh, a bike seat. Interesting. And it's yeah, um, but you could remove I, I, the seat from the bike. Hmm. hmm. Yeah, I don't know, but that that's not the model that I bought anyway. I, okay. I bought the more conventional folding lock. It's funny yeah, yeah. saying that f- conventional folding lock because they're very unconventional. Are there bolts or anything on there? How does how does it stay together um, without being? It's the, broken? they're riveted. Okay. Together, yeah. Hmm. And I, as I gather, uh, don't anybody try to steal my bike. Um, but I gather that that is like the main way that people attack these locks is like 
using trying to use drills to compromise those rivets. Mm-hmm. I don't know, um, but yeah, the more mo- I don't know. I just feel like the more moving parts and things that the weaker it it might be, but maybe not. I have no idea. Yeah. Well, you'll take your chances. It's better than a cable. I can. I think that. definitely, definitely. Yeah. And I don't know if they, was your cable pretty thin. Was it like a one of those quarter pretty, inch or was it a half inch? Uh, we're talking diameter, right? Yeah. I feel like it. Because f- quarter inch is pretty I f- thin. I feel like it was quarter inch. Yeah. Um. I guess my my um view of what is a typical cable lock is pretty skewed towards the thin side because i know a lot of very cheap people um yeah (laughs) yeah i i had a a half inch lock for a decade and i think it's on my second bike actually but i have a u-lock now and i think that's pretty secure okay so westworld westworld okay um you posted a bunch of stuff i need to read through that i did you read the links i I posted Ooh, excuse I, me. I, I got partway through the Hollywood Reporter article. Is that that's the one with the interview of Lisa Joy? That one's yeah. that one's got some good stuff in it. Um, the timeline one, the one after. Oh, sorry, I just drank a Lacroix and I'm burping. Um, <laughs> the the second link is a timeline of all the events of season one and two in little tiny blurbs. I would recommend okay. that too, if just for some clarity. Yeah, that was that was my plan was like um while i'm writing down all my thoughts from of of season two maybe i should go and like just look at a recap of each of the episodes as i'm going just to make sure that i don't you know if there's anything that kind of reminds me of something that i was thinking about yeah So Lisa Joy here is referring to the 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 Valley Beyond when you know when they went through the doorway into the into the simulated reality. She's referring to that as the sublime. They never they never called it that in the show, did they? I'm not sure if they did, but that's what it's called, I guess. Okay, because up until now I had been referring to that as the forge. Um, uh, I guess no, the no. forge. So um, <clears throat> the forge is the uh, backup of all of the host's memories. No, that's the cradle. Nope. The cradle has all of the human's memories, which is a lot more secret. And in the cradle is this, uh, is the other, what's, what is the term you just used? The sublime? Is the sublime. No. Yes. The sublime is in the cradle. Like you're uh, separate, but I think it's in the cradle or yeah. Yeah. It's in the cradle, but it's uh, separate of all of the human's so the, memories. I mean, the the cradle of the simulation was like it was physically housed in the the, the sublime the, or yes because like, like the the place where where Bernard and Dolores were when Bernard shot her you know and she was trying to flood the whole place that's that's the forge right that's the cradle the forge no the no the, forge no, the cradle is where, was where Elsie and Bernard went like in the basement of the uh, of the main com- command area that's the forge. The cradle is where uh, Bernard and Dolores were. The forge is where we saw first, and then we saw the cradle a couple episodes later. 
And, I'm and the cradles were the sublime sure. and the the human. I'm pretty sure it's the other way around. I guarantee you, it's not. <laughs> oh, maybe it is the forge. Oh, I. Why was I? Hmm. Yeah. Okay. This time yeah. I'm saying it's the forge. Why did I think it was the cradle? What? Then what's the cradle? Cr cradle. The cradle is the uh, the room that Elsie and and Bernard went to. Uh, yep. You're in right. the mesa. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's. Oh, why, I love this. It's room. That? It's room C R four dash D L. And when you write that out, it kind of looks like oh, it's cradle. That's so campy. <laughs> You know what that reminds me? This whole naming convention actually reminds me of like season one and two of Agents of Shield. You know, we've got the sandbox and the playground and the you know, the whatever. Like <laughs> they were all named after um, you know, areas of a like a, a nice suburban home kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, because let's see, the um um the 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 system that was being that was personifying itself or that was presenting itself as logan in the um in that simulation i think that was the forges like operating system yeah yeah it was some interface for for them yeah so the sublime was kind of being physically hosted in the forge and then they transmitted the sublime elsewhere to somewhere <laughs> with that amazing laser technology thing transmitter yeah <laughs> <laughs> that thing looked like a freaking like anti-aircraft weapon yeah i don't know where they got that from too much you know i just realized that where they left us off at i should probably say this in the in the um we've already talked about spoilers yeah no no but i mean like i should talk about this in the review itself um but like you know they left us off with like ah they're about to like you know want like go around in the real world and you know it's stuff 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 we're not in the park anymore um that's where I thought that like season two was gonna be going. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like the end of season one was like, "Whoa, all the hosts are free," and then you know, figured they'd be leaving the park. But yeah, I think yeah, it was a I long heard road <laughs> that they didn't get as far in season one as they originally wanted to. At least hmm. Lisa Joy and Jonathan Nolan. So I think this is kind of stretching that out a little bit more than was maybe needed. But there were some great twists and stuff too. But there were a couple maybe filler episodes as well, but that were providing some great backstory and fun entertainment too. Um, I don't want to spend more than like 10 minutes on spoiler free. I don't think, I think most people listening to this will have seen it already anyway. Yeah, sure. Or won't, or won't watch it at all. So I don't think there's really much of a point in delaying it. Yeah. I mean, a lot of, a lot of the stuff that I, you know, a lot of the thoughts that I had, in terms of just like the quality of the show are you know can definitely be said in a spoiler free way and i think i i think i pretty 
I'm pretty satisfied with how I wrote it out there in the bullet points. Okay. Okay. I still haven't finished with the uh, the interview, but I have a um, a Reddit post to share to you. Okay. I put it in Slack. Uh, <laughs> what does that title mean? Because <laughs> he wears his glasses so far down on his nose. <laughs> oh God! Oh, that's horrifying. Okay, we gotta put that. We gotta put that in the the fringe uh, notes at least, at the very least. Oh man. What if Bernard's eyes matched the location of his glasses? <laughs> Man, r slash Westworld has quite the color scheme here. It's great. The way, actually, I'm, it's just pink. I'm on the new Reddit yeah. design, so. Yeah, me too. Actually, I'm not even seeing like, a, um, for lack of a better word, a, a profile picture for the subreddit. Of a shame that we didn't get to see much of uh, younger William in this season. Yeah, well, it was more in the beginning of this season, but yeah, I think so. Yeah, I like I like that actor, Jimmy. What's his foots? Yeah, there's a French title. Yeah. Oh, I just figured it out. Ed Harris, the uh, the guy who plays uh, Man in Black. Yep. He reminds me a lot of uh, John Hurt. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Here's a meme from Reddit. It's a six-panel um, image with words on the left, and so the first one's real gold and a picture of gold, fool's gold, picture of fool's gold, and then comedy gold, and then the text, the whole of Westworld QA security force. <laughs> <laughs> Let the memes roll in. Oh man, that moment though, where like those mechanical bulls just gored down a squad of QA personnel. Oh, oh, that was a good scene. Now that we've seen the whole season, I'm trying to think of all of the like the imagery that they gave us in the title sequence and figuring out, you know, like how did all of this play into the themes of the season? Yeah. There's a lot of stuff in the older episodes that you understand after seeing the whole sh- the whole show. Mhm. Mhm. Like there was a case of hats in one of the earlier episodes, you know, where they collect oh. the data from. Mhm. All right, do we want to start this puppy? Yeah, let's slam it out. Uh, okay, before we start, let's do a time dot is. I should probably use something not through a VPN. <laughs> I mean, 
it didn't re- like last time when we clapped twice because you were on Denmark time the first time. Um, it didn't make it didn't really make much of a difference. Let's see how off it is. I mean, other than the time zone, it's so my clock is point two seconds behind because I'm circling from Denmark to my place, and that's about a two hundred mm-hmm. millisecond latency. Mm. Yeah, I'm point three seconds ahead apparently. Oh well. Um, but I think that's referring to my system. It also clock. says accuracy of. Oh, so the synchronization of my desktop is plus or minus point two seven four seconds. Um, but okay, on my on my on my laptop, when which is connected just through Wi-Fi, no VPN, it's um, exact. And difference was point zero zero five seconds, plus or minus point yeah, zero zero nine. I've got point zero two three. Okay. All right. Uh, let's clap on the fifteen second mark. Right on. Cool. Nice. And I'm gonna <clears throat> put on a marker there for so that I don't remember or don't forget. All right. So now I'm gonna take a sip of water and start it. Cool beans. All <laughs> oh, beans. Uh, oh, I should put in a marker for the end. There we go. Why do I feel like I forgot something? But I did all the things that are written down there. Do you have to read an ad thing for Patreon? Uh, I just copy that and paste it in. Okay. Because it's the same thing for from as the previous ones. I still haven't uh, gotten around to tweaking that Nexus thing, but we can do that. I can Oh yeah. start using that at some point in the future, so... Yep, 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 yep. I want to find, yeah, I want to find some nice, like, ethereal kind of sounding. Yeah. All right, Ian, I think, yeah. you know how we were looking at Cotton Bureau shirts yesterday? Yeah. Oops, I'm pasting a link. I think I want the Macintosh FM one, or Welcome to Macintosh one, but what color shirt mm-hmm. do I get? Oh, no, that's a good question. I'm thinking the purple, because I don't have any purple shirts, and it's kind of good contrast there. It pops that logo. Pop. Um, where do, how do I change, wait, oh, 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 okay, there we go, so we got three color options, okay, okay, I'm also thinking about, like, which of these, uh, reminds me the most of, you know, an old Mac, and I mean, like, the, the gray, but, like, you already have the gray of the body of the Mac. Yeah, it's the, the, the purple the image or the, the navy make it pop out but i like the the purple seems to have less grainy texture in it because mm. it's a little lighter color mm-hmm. so i don't know i love that the gray is called heather yeah and it's yeah premium heather tri-blend vintage navy tri-blend or purple rush poly cotton cotton bureau is such a funny funny site it's like 75 percent of the shirts that are on there are either uh, Apple related or Star Wars related? Yeah, it's a it's a good geeky shirt site. Mm-hmm. All right, I would like to get going, so I'm gonna stop recording the fringe and get this file to you. Do you want to just Okey-dokey. pull it off my my NAS like like we have done in the past? Uh, yeah, sure. Cool. Right, yeah, you just send. No, I, you don't even send me a link. You already gave me some login credentials for that. I think. Yeah, right? I should probably make a new user account for each of you so I can more closely monitor that. But um, yeah. All right, bye, French. Bye.